This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. husband. One morning, I got up and fixed him a big breakfast. He's sitting in his chair, he ate his pancakes and just fell over dead. Really? Well, what happened to the seventh husband? She said, I hit him in the head with a skillet. (laughs) What? Why? He wouldn't eat his pancakes. (laughs) These stories are silly. And I'll just have you know something. If you attempt to stand in opposition to the Bible, I'm not talking, don't, you don't have to worry about standing in opposition to Cody. I'm just a man. But if you attempt to stand in opposition to the Bible and the love of the Lord Jesus Christ and the truth that the gospel changes lives, if you try to stand in opposition to that, Before you know it, you're going to run down this rabbit trail that leads to some of the most silly stories and silly logic and irrational thinking that in your flesh you'll justify and the Bible will have to say about you, you do err, not knowing the Scriptures. First people we see are the Sadducees. Number two, let's look at the Savior. I love what Jesus does here. And all through the New Testament, we find Jesus answering his issues and facing his burdens with the Bible. By the way, what a great example. Do you know that you can face your issues and face your burdens with the Bible, and the Bible will not fail you? Look what the, G- look what the Savior does. We come to our, in our text, verse number 29, Jesus answered. What was Jesus' answer for the Sadducees? He wasn't being snide. He wasn't being... Uh, a smart aleck, he was being loving and compassionate, and he points them straight to the problem. He says, you do err not knowing the Scriptures. Jesus said, now look, if you knew the Word, then you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't have this problem. You need to learn God's Word. By the way, if you'll learn God's Word, it will alleviate a lot of your problems. If you'll study to show yourself approved, you'll find out that God's Word will help you. It'll encourage you. It'll strengthen you. It'll be a bright spot to you in a dark world. The Bible's alive and well, and it's wonderful. Rest in God's Word. Also, he says, you err not knowing the power of God. Folks, how often we wring our hands in fear and worry when all we really need to do is just rest in the power of God. Trust in the moving hand of God. Trust in the love of God. Trust in the miracle-working power of God. He says to these Sadducees, he says, you need to know the power of God because the power of God not only can raise the dead, but it can change your life. It can help you. Jesus points them to the Bible. The Scripture says in verse number 30, For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God. In heaven, Jesus teaches them a simple Bible truth that heaven is different than earth, that God's power is able to do things above and beyond what we can imagine or think. Jesus points them to the Bible. By the way, if Jesus believed that the Bible was the Word of God, don't you think we should? 
If Jesus turned to Scripture in time of need, don't you think that we should? If Jesus believed the Bible was authoritative, don't you think we should rest in that same authority? If Jesus went to the Bible in times of need, don't you think that we should too? Oh, the Bible will come up and it will help you over and over and over again. The Bible answers our questions. I remember as a teenager, I was faced with a major decision. I mean major decision. And I'd heard Brother Fred in our Wednesday night youth meeting talk about the sufficiency of the Scripture. And I was just ignorant teenager. I didn't know what to do, but I went by myself and opened my Bible and I began to read the book of Philippians. And you know what? Before I knew it, God had settled my heart and God had given me an answer. Now look, that doesn't just happen by chance. God works through His Word and you can turn to it. You want some help? Find it in God's Word. He says, and something that Jesus says, it's interesting to me in this passage of Scripture, is have you not read, is what he says. Look what the Bible says in verse 31, but as touching the resurrection of the dead, have ye not read? What's he looking at? He looks at these Sadducees and he says, look guys, you claim to believe the Bible to a certain extent, but have you not read where the Bible says? Honestly, ask yourself this question. We have our doubts and fears and struggles. How long has it been since you actually read the Bible? The first thing the devil wants to tell you is you read the Bible. You read a little passage of Scripture and you go cross-eyed because you can't, you can't seem to understand it. The devil wants to tell you you can't understand that. That's a lie. That's a lie. You can understand it. You can understand the Bible. You can learn from God's Word. Have you read it? Have you read it lately? And it's wonderful. Jesus points them to the Bible. Their question was so far away from unreasonable that he just has to say, look, here's what the Bible says. You know the Bible answers big questions. Here's one. You ready? Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Huh? The chicken. Did you not know that? You can open your Bible. Don't do it right now. Genesis chapter number 1. The fifth day of creation. God created the fowls. The Bible says that God created the fowls of the air that fly in the firmament. God created a chicken with the ability to lay an egg. It's all settled. You don't have to worry about it again. The Bible answered the question, right? It's silly, but it's true. God answers our questions. God meets our needs. And as we conclude this message, Jesus illustrates the power of the Scripture. Number three, the Scripture. He uses the Scripture, but he illustrates the power of the Scripture. And here's the question. The big question with the Sadducees was the Sadducees didn't believe in resurrection. They didn't believe in miracles. They didn't believe in spiritual things. So Jesus says, okay... Have you not read, verse 31, but as touching the resurrection of the dead, have you not read that which was spoken unto you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. What's he saying? Jesus says, now look, have you not read in your Bible, Exodus chapter number 3, in Exodus chapter number 3, 
God said to Moses, they had just quoted Moses. Remember that? Moses said that you could take this, the, the, the widow, the brothers should take the widow. Have you not read in Exodus chapter number 3 when Moses said, when, G, when God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Have you not read that? Well, yeah, we've read it. He said, God said to Moses. Now listen, Moses was alive hundreds of years after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died. Hundreds. Hundreds of years after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, God looks at Moses and says to Moses, I am the God of Abraham. I am present, right? I am at this moment. He said, I am hundreds of years after the death of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am at this very moment. I am right now the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so Jesus says, this is what God said. And he says, I want to remind you of something. Verse number 32, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. He says, when God said this hundreds and hundreds of years ago, yet hundreds of years after, hundreds of years after Abraham, and Isaac, and Jacob were dead, when God says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, he was referring to the fact that he was their God right now and they were alive and well God is a God of resurrection and resurrection power. Jesus said, look, the Bible said it. You've just failed to acknowledge it. The Scripture was alive. The Scripture did the work. The Scripture proved the point. The Bible says in verse 33, And when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. Now, there's a couple couple responses to the truth of God's Word. One was the Sadducees. There's no doubt that there was a large group of Sadducees after Jesus exposed their error, proved for them from the Bible that there is a resurrection. From the words of Moses, from the Word of God, there was resurrection. There's no doubt that the Sadducees, a group of them, walked away disregarding the truth and sticking to their guns as Sadducees. But the Bible says when the multitude heard Jesus teach and explain the Word of God, the multitude was astonished. Wow. Wow. The Bible does say that. The Bible is the Word of God. The Bible is true. There is a resurrection from the dead. Jesus is the Messiah. There is hope beyond the grave. The multitude heard his doctrine. They're like, wow. I don't know about you, but it happens to me quite often. It's one of the joys of being a Bible preacher. I get to open God's Word and study and read. I don't add anything to it. I don't take anything away from it. I just try to just read it and study it and figure out what it says. And I read these little truths, and there's nugget after nugget after nugget of gold. And I'm always astonished at the inerrancy of Scripture. I'm always astonished at the sufficiency. It's all sufficient. Sufficiency of Scripture. 
I'm always astonished at the healing power of God's Word. And when I see these little gold nuggets of truth that show up in every passage and on every page of this book, the God-breathed Bible, I'm encouraged by the fact that God is speaking to me and God loves me and God has not left me in this wicked world alone, but He's given me a light into my path and a lamp for my feet, and I can trust in the Word of God. And when I see this story, and I look at those Sadducees, they walk away with their head hung low, still waving their banner of Sadducee, defeated by Jesus. I see them walk away, and my heart breaks, because all they had to do was simply say, Wow, it is the Word. Jesus is the Savior, and I'll trust him, and I'll trust him. Jesus says the only reason you've got so far out of whack is because you err. You err not knowing the Scriptures. Folks, I want to encourage you to do something. Make a new commitment today to the Word of God, to the person of Jesus Christ, you don't double down on a denominational tag. Double down on the truth of the Word of God and the truth of a Savior that went to the cross and paid the price for your sins that you might have everlasting life through faith in Him. It's all about Jesus and His Word. What do you say to those guys? He says, the reason you're so far off base, he says, you do err, not knowing the Scriptures. I'm so thankful we hold in our hands the living Word of God. And it will change you and help you and encourage you when nothing else will. It's the Word. Let's not err. Let's know it. Let's know it. God's help as he teaches us. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.